So in May, I reached the point that I don't want to entertain anything short term. But also, I don't want to entertain anything long term either. I just want me. I just want to be to myself and by myself. I just want to enjoy my own company equally. Important. I don't desire to play with anyone's feelings, you know, um, knowing that I don't have long-term intentions for them. You know, believe it or not, (laughs) men are delicate flowers with even more fragile egos. To say that I don't want anyone but me right now is because I'm focused selfishly on me. Like, no regrets because I'm not missing anything. I don't need anything. That's not to say that uh, it isn't difficult or I don't get lonely sometimes. It's just to say that I need all of me right now. And even if I get a little lonely, I'm never desperate. So I just don't have time to entertain just to entertain. So a few months back, about six months back, I almost purchased a $150,000 Mercedes G-Wagon as a coping mechanism a coping mechanism the fuck Aisha and if you know me you know that I don't do things financially simply because I can it still has to make sense and that that was a turning point for me you know I talked about the PTSD I talked about the situational depression um But I was looking for a coping mechanism instead of saying, you know what, I'm ready to tackle all of this hurt. So when I realized what I was about to do, I pulled back and I stopped making major purchases altogether. Kind of put myself on a restriction. In doing the therapy, in doing the the healing, which is active and uh, an ongoing process, um, I've learned that I'm I've been very hurt. And if you don't face that hurt head on, you're not going to get everything that you know God has for you in the way that He has it for you. So I've been dealing with it, and it sucks. It does. But it also feels so good to actively be putting those feelings behind me. And I'm not saying that it's not a roller coaster, but it always gets better. So I've been feeling my world shifting, you know. Like, I feel so many shifts coming in my life from all angles and the energy within me has been showing me the things to come. 
So I've been aligning with nature. I've been aligning with God and his plan for my life. And you guys know I'm not no Bible thumper. I'm not religious, but I am a spiritual person. And I still do believe in the universe, God, and every single thing happens in life, uh, you know, for a reason. I don't always question, you know, the methodology, but it all happens for a reason so obviously i've been traveling a lot lately right it's my wellness tour it's my apology to myself tour it's my i love you aisha i forgive you tour i'm gonna always treat you well be kind to you and love you like you deserve tour So right now, I'm sitting in front of my window, looking at the Eiffel Tower in Paris, in France. It's one of my favorite places in the world. It is my last night here. And last time I was here in 2015, I was on honeymoon. And I came back here because I felt like this is where I began to lose myself. I didn't invite anyone on this trip and I didn't plan on taking anybody on this trip with me. I booked this trip a while ago and I just recently told people I'm going to Paris. this trip wasn't for anyone else but me so it was me having a renewal me coming back and doing things how I like to do them for me by me just happy so the peace you know I feel when I'm traveling even in my home but when I'm traveling it's it's wonderful it's addicting it's um it's already like it's adding to the freedom i already have like i'm really enjoying it i don't have to wait on anybody i don't have to ask anyone if they would like to go and that's for two reasons you know um one i have zero attachments obviously uh, except my son ace (laughs) and he's always taken care of But I also had to accept that sometimes we worry so much about reciprocation that we think people don't care for us like we care for them. If they're not showing us, you know, care, consideration in the same exact way that we do how we show it for other people. And that's not, that's not necessarily true. Not always anyway, let me be clear. Um, I've realized and accepted that um, everybody can't move the way I move. And, you know, though I think every person should, or especially women should take a, a solo trip. Once you have kids or you have some type of committed attachment, such as a, a husband or a committed relationship, a long-term committed relationship, um, that ship kind of sails for you. And I accept that uh, for other people. So I'm just, you know, I just go. And I definitely don't want anyone to feel bad because they can't. So I'll keep it, the invitation itself 
to myself. But I also don't advise waiting on anyone to, you know, live your life. I've already lived my life for someone or dim my light for the ego of another person. And that wasn't living at all. But one thing I do know and understand is at the end of the day, everybody going to do what they want to (laughs) do. You know, so you should too. Plus, so you know, if you have true friends, which I do, they'll enjoy your journey, your growth, and they definitely going to cheer you on. But I noticed while I was making constellations for others and and minimizing myself, especially in my uh, former marriage, you know, my desires, reducing my very being, Nobody else was doing that for me, meaning my spouse. No, nobody else was reducing themselves for, for me. And that's the thing. Like, you have to see that shit. You have to understand that nobody's going to reduce themselves for you. So why would you? So, I do all kinds of things by myself. You know, from food to movies to travel to just existing, happily existing. I don't, I don't do the consultation about how I live and you know what I discovered when I'm not worried about people I gained a new level of security a new level of peace a new level of self-love and pride in myself and not an arrogance kind of pride but a pride in my love for my mental a love for my physical, a love for self in the healthiest ways possible. Choosing me every time. And it's not to say that I don't think of, you know, my peeps or even a future partner. I just don't dwell on the absence of others while I'm choosing myself. 2020, of course, was the year that lacked control for all of us in many ways, shapes, and forms, very unpredictable, right? We had no say in how we lived um, our lives in the sense that life was not free as we once knew it to be, of course. And beyond the pandemic, the personal matters, of course, consumed me, though I did receive a number of increases in um, my career, my personal life, it still consumed me dreary but this year this good old year 2021 my one year i have gained that control again in a healthy way i look more towards free flow being kinder to myself and just enjoying life and that is the glow of letting go you know the phrase I've used it before sometimes you have to go to grow I didn't know that I would lose someone that I was once in love with in order for me to reach this point but hey God said different right 
So this year, of course, is more than halfway over and the universe is telling me and it has been telling me for quite some time. It's time to shift. It's time to move. It's time to elevate. It's time to put things in high gear and continuously move uh, back towards my lifelong goals. It's almost like I got a reset back to 2018. It's amazing. Like that hustle, that grind, which, you know, as you all know, I work. I'm a workaholic, admittedly. Um, I have a healthier balance now. But there are some things in 2018 that were in motion that got stopped, you know, because of all of the drama. Just kind of, you know, personal world took over. And though I was still working, hustling, doing my thing, writing, you know, all of the good things, I backburned a lot of stuff trying to figure shit out. So, even if I'm living my life out loud, (laughs) as I think you should, you still have no idea what's going on in my entire life. And I like to move that way. I like to keep a number of things uh, to myself. People know what I feel I need to share um I mean there's things happening in my life right now that not a soul knows not a soul knows and that works for me I'll keep it to myself keep things to myself until I feel it's time or until (laughs) someone else announces the news then you'll know you know if I want you to know So, and that comes from another sense of, or another level of, I don't need the opinion. I'm an overthinker, so I already process, you know, decisions, options, and what is before me. I'm like the poster child for, you know, you think you know all what I got going on. Well, let me show you what I got up my sleeve. So let's talk more about closure and um, letting go. So one session I was in my therapist's office screaming how I didn't feel seen or heard or properly allowed to be upset or angry because I had such abundance of tangible and non-tangible things and how much I was hurt by a deception from someone I once truly loved. I was upset. She heard everything I said. She listened to me. She let me cry. She let me get it out. And then she gave me clarity. I felt so hurt that As smart as I am, as intelligent 
of a woman. I am. person who has been living on five-year plans since high school. I stopped living on five-year plans when I got married. And the one time I stopped living on five-year plans, I lost all control. I was hurt not only by the person who betrayed me and deceived me, but I was more so hurt that I felt I let my own self down. The disappointment of, you know better. The disappointment of, how would you let this happen? The disappointment of, you ain't see that shit coming? Or the disappointment of, you didn't move quick enough. You dropped the ball. You played with your own life. Like that disappointment was all on me. Like I, I, I embodied that. Like I am my biggest critic and nobody criticizes me. I don't need nobody to. I wouldn't hear it no way because my criticism is so fucking loud. I wouldn't hear it no way. So when she gave me that clarity that because of someone else's insecurities and things beyond my control, it's a slap in the face. It's a reality that, hey, you really don't have control. And even if you do have a plan, it might not be the right plan. That was eye-opening because um, things I can't control, quite frankly, they don't bother me. I just usually chalk it up to, all right, that's not what God wants for me. Cool. But I feel like when I have some control over life, when I have control over me, if anything goes out of that plan oh it's like it fucking haunts me and I didn't have that clarity before that session I mean I've, I've you know I told you I've been going back to therapy for a few months now but I didn't have that clarity before that session and when she gave me that clarity after many tears, yelling, and it's almost like it just, it just clicked. It's not as simple as, hey, no, I can't control the actions of others. I accept that, but I can't control everything the way I have in my head. You know, this is going to work out this way because it's not always meant to work out. That's acceptance. Like, you got to swallow that shit. You got to hold that shit. The next session, I was calm. I was cool. And I informed my therapist that 
I let all of it go. I compartmentalize those emotions and I just turn the shit off. I feel nothing towards that person. I don't care about that person. Having those feelings were not productive, to which she still informed me that I still need to deal with the hurt of it. See, I forgave myself. I told y'all that. Was it still hurt? Yes, absolutely. Not only by the person, but me. And that's a process. But I accept all of this as a lesson. But it'll never serve you to hang on to it or mellow in it or stay in the same place about it. Like you got to continuously move forward. Even when you are dealing with the hurt, I'm in a way better place now. Way better place now. But it doesn't completely erase the hurt. And as much as I want a deadline, like, come on, Jesus, uh, what we doing? I got stuff to do. I don't want to randomly think about these things. I don't want to randomly deal with this hurt. Uh, when are you going to erase this shit from my mind? Like, when are we going to move on? That's how me and Jesus talk, you know? Like, I'm over this. I'm over feeling like this randomly on a high Like you ever be on a high and you think about some shit, you like, man, what the fuck? Like that was what was like that was happening. It was like bothering me. But like I said, I'm in a way better place now and, and it is clear why I was so confused. You know, it's dead to me and I talked to God about it. Uh, I shared with you all a while back. I talked to God and pray to God for the removal of this man if he was not for me. Simple prayer removal. God, if this person is not for me, if this person is not who you want in my life, if this person is not my leader as a woman because he follows you, remove him. I pray that prayer on everybody now, but I had to remember I prayed that prayer. I prayed for the removal of things that were not truly and authentically for me. I did that. And then I was mad that God did it in the way he did. Okay. But I asked God for clarity. I asked God for movement and I can't question his methods, but I also have to accept the aftermath of it, you know, the healing. Some people choose not to heal because it sucks. I tell y'all all the time, healing is ugly. It is not precious. I'm on the other side of it now, but y'all remember, like I went away for a while and I will do so as necessary. But a lot of people choose not to heal because it's hard, it's difficult, but it's the only way you're going to get closure and be able to properly prep for what God truly has for you. Otherwise, you get stuck, you stay angry, you become bitter, and you're just mad and hurt. 
You don't trust shit. You don't trust your own thought process, your decision making. You just get stuck. I don't want that. I did not want that for myself. I wanted to smile more. I love smiling. I love laughing. I love having a good time, entertaining myself, entertaining other people. And I needed to get back to Aisha. Now, you know, Monte riding the wave, but Aisha's doing the work of healing. While Monte riding this wave on the front hand, you know? So, all in all, I got to accept how it was handled. Sometimes you got to break your own heart to wake up. We got to swallow that pill and put on your big girl panties. Move forward. But do the work. I'm telling you, always do the work of healing. Like, don't move on like, okay, that person's out of my life. I can keep it pushing. Let me go on about my day-to-day business because I'm telling you that shit is going to haunt you if you do not heal. And healing is necessary for you to go to the next level. So I'm constantly in my head thinking about all things life constantly i'm an over i'm an overthinker i am an aquarius everything has to be logical and sometimes shit just don't make sense because it can't be logical hurt emotions all of those it's just not logical because you don't want to deal with it but you got to and i'm not comfortable with emotions i am not which also makes it difficult for me to get close to people or men, I should say in particular, I have wonderful female friends. I have no problem meeting uh, new women who are, you know, authentic and kind, but men, oh, I said that kind of like, I I didn't mean it like that. (laughs) It's, it's a guard. It is a true guard that I have. It's a natural guard that I have. Um, And it's not intentional. It's based on experience and it's unconscious. So it, it's hard for me to get close to people. And because as soon as I sense something that's, you know, not authentic, I'm like, oh, I'm good. Ghosting you. No conversation, no discussion, no explanation. Cause you know what you did and that's not show up as you. I'm good on that. So this wellness tour I've been on was purpose to give uh, me that renewal of self, that self-love, that kindness to myself. You know, it started in May and I think I discussed it a bit before. Um, One thing I felt, you know, a lot of people feel like they have to have a conversation with the person that wronged them and, and get answers. I knew that wasn't going to happen for me and God bless y'all who can sit and have conversations with those people who have wronged you. I was wronged in a physical way. So, um, I knew, I know that, uh, I would never get that kind of closure because I had and still have no intentions to ever have a conversation with that person for the rest of my life. I don't need that closure from you. 
You told me everything you needed to with your actions. So there's really for me nothing to discuss. But unknowingly, real talk, unknowingly, this tour that I've been on, that's still not over. <laughs> there's a couple more stops. Monte got another vacation. This is Aisha's vacation. Um, this jet setting tour gave me a sense of closure that I did not I did not expect. I didn't. I did not expect it. And um, it didn't come at the beginning. It came kind of at the middle when I was coming from um, St. Martin. I was coming from St. Martin. And I unknowingly recognized, like I'm sitting on the flight. And I unknowingly unknowingly said to myself as I'm looking at the wonderful clouds and being in the sky on the plane and closer to God and even in turbulence I still feel that peace because it's something about being in the air like that and I said to myself wait a minute is this year you have gone or are going to every country you ever went to with your uh, ex-husband. And more. There's others. But in that moment, I realized that. Now, mind y'all, I think St. Martin was stop six. That's when I realized that as I'm descending into the Atlanta airport. And I simply said, I see you, God. <laughs> I legit, now Paris was planned. Paris was planned. I did some solo travels other than Paris. But other trips were invites. And when I had that realization, I said, we're renewing. We're literally giving ourselves I'm giving myself back to me. I'm grateful for that. I'm so grateful for that. That is something I did not realize. I did not intend beyond Paris. I, I, it happened. And I'm grateful for it because I got that closure that I needed. So like at the end of that session, when my, my therapist says to me and I'm telling her I'm cool, I'm calm, it, it's I'm going to deal with the hurt within myself. But it no longer serves me to sit in the feelings of anger towards him. Now I'm going on about my business. So as I'm walking out the door, she says, I feel God all over you. And that, my friends, ooh, that is the finest compliment I have ever received in my entire life.
Y'all know I'm from a two preacher household. So though I am not religious and I do not like organized religion, God is very much so a part of my life, my spiritual life. That compliment was confirmation that the light I feel within and have been feeling for a couple months, the light, the glow that you all see, I can't even see that much of a glow, but when I'm on FaceTime with some of y'all or you call me up or you see me in person, you're like, well, goddamn. And it's not just my glitter lotion because it's not on my face. <laughs> it is that glow, that presence, that, that peace. It's that light, you know, within me. And I'm grateful for that because it's evident. And I feel like it helps others when they see that, when they feel that. You know, I am indeed divinely protected. And I don't say that lightly. That's just me. I don't worry about nothing. I don't worry about people. I focus on me and my healing, my journey. Closure, unwarranted. Self-driven, but God-given. So now we're shifting, ladies and gentlemen. Can't leave y'all out. We are back on the path of focus, but this time without overwhelming ourselves, because I admit, yes, yes, indeed, I works, honey. I works. I love what I do. Without overwhelming myself, this time is a matter of only involving myself in the things that I am most and deepest passionate about. This is a season of preparation. I have uh, grand goals, grand goals, and they used to scare me, but I I now know, mm, I now know that those goals only scared me because they meant, they meant I I would lose people. I knew that. What if he can't handle it? What if, you know, how would he feel about, what if I, I'm going to do this again. And for the past year, removing someone I plan life with just reminded me that everyone you pick up, you pick up. Remember, I said, I picked that person. So it is a reminder that everyone that you pick up, baby, they cannot go with you. It doesn't work like that. Yes, we want to be the light. Yes, we want to be the peace. Yes, we want to uplift and save the world. Baby, you better let that savior complex go because I'm telling you, it almost killed me. So now we've shift. I'm okay dropping off anyone that doesn't align. I'm putting the work. I work like a single mother with kids that are active in extracurriculars activities like crazy. (laughs) 
Listen, I tell God my desires, but I follow his will. My desires, his will. That's my latest slogan added to the list. My desires. I tell him, hey, this is what I want. I write it down. I write down. Even with jobs, I write down salaries, I write down goals, I write down this is what I want to do and this is how it's going to help me get to the vision that you gave me. Sometimes you got to tell God what it is that you want and he will make it happen according to his will. Not to get preachy on y'all, but that's how I live now. With that, I don't have any fear in me not an ounce. I don't worry about nothing. But it also made me realize that, you know, back in May, if I'm entertaining pointless situations, situationships, people, if I'm not doing the healing work, if I'm not focused on long-term goals that I have for myself, how like how how can i prepare for the vision that was given to me back in 2013 what i asked for or where i'm supposed to go where he wants to take me like how that's weight it's unnecessary weight that can distract you so this is about preparation and again everybody can't go with you but don't get it twisted. People see your greatness. Don't get it twisted. People see where you're going. Do not get it twisted. People know a great thing when they see it. Now, whether they want to do and be aligned is a different situation. But you have to have that discernment to understand that everyone can't go with you and recognize when that person is not on your journey for authentic reasons, meaning growth and building with you. So there's this thing, you know, whether it's in your professional or your personal life, um, you can't expect what you are not preparing for. It's like asking for a mate with all their shit together, yet you don't have your affairs in order. So you're asking God to make you a dependent? <laughs> it's like it's like telling God you want this specific type of career yet you're not putting in the work you know getting the education or the training you know certification and I don't mean just formal I mean certification trades what have you business knowledge doing the research you know opening a business or whatever the situation is to be ready when the opportunity presents itself because I guarantee you the opportunity will always present itself because it's either going to be a situation where you're ready and you can go or it's going to be a situation where you realize you're not actually ready for what you want. So I'm preparing for everything I ask for in my career in my professional world, in my business world, in my personal life. I'm preparing for everything I ask for by being aligned within myself. All the visions, I want all of that. The right way. So if I, you know, bust that posting 
sharing stories, loving myself out loud, and and then I suddenly go away because, you know, I'm good at ghosting. (laughs) I be giving my friends a heads up, though. I tell my parents, you know, my, my essential people, as I call them. We call them small circles, but they're essentially about 10 people who you are closest to, closest family and friends. So I give them a heads up, you know. I'm just shifting back to my preparation season for long term. You know, the awards, the the recognitions, the acknowledgements, they wonderful. They are. They all are. Some of them I have to pinch myself because though I be busting my ass and nobody handed me anything, you never know who's watching. But they are also just a bonus like icing on an already made cake, right? That means I'm giving myself the philosophical flowers now. Like, it's a long-term woman that I am, that I'm also becoming. I appreciate her growth. It sucks at times, but I appreciate her. I cherish her and I want her to know that I am grateful for the growth and the decisions that she made knowingly and unknowingly. Got to get yourself those flowers. It's not even a pat on the back. It's a hug. Like that's what my wellness tour is. Like it gives, it unknowingly gave that closure, but it was truly about hugging myself and preparing myself and just letting go. Cause it's time, like it's time to focus. It's time to get back on it. It's time to stay on it. No one has ever had to tell me you're great. Existing or potential. I, I knew that. I've always known that it was instilled in me. I knew I had a niche from very early on. It's foundational. It's in my blood. I'm here to make a contribution that changes lives. I believe we all are. I'm just on a tunnel vision on how I choose to contribute. And for me, it's education, the masses, educating the masses. It's education, it's advocacy, it's outreach, it's literacy. Always. There's next, there's going to be at least four shifts in my life, in my world next year. I knew that. I knew that this year, but they've been starting early and I like to think that though I have a plan again my desires God's will I th- I believe that God honors effort I do you know the whole line faith without works is dead yeah 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 it's real it's true and though I have my own little timeline you know God might be like you know what you doing the work I see you let me push your little timeline up I see your little timeline but here's mine So there's four shifts coming in my entire world next year, and I welcome them. I appreciate them. I feel that now, and I welcome the change, um, and I plan to fully embrace all of it. Is it scary? Hell yeah. Yes, absolutely, unequivocally. That scares the hell out of me. 
But if your dreams and your visions for all things you want in all areas of your life, if that don't scare you, you need to upgrade them. Or learn to be okay with being uncomfortable. That's movement. That's change. That's science. Legacy of, of impact is what I'm after. And I have that now, but I'm intentional and reluctant about the ways, reluctant and relentless about the ways in which I choose impact. So if preparation calls for you to incite your own cleanse, (laughs) incite your own closure to ignite your preparation, don't explain Cut out whomever and whatever you need to. Give the universe a fresh palate and an open mind. If you don't cleanse, you'll end up bringing, you know, people with you that will only weigh you down. You ever notice how some things don't happen in your life until, you know, certain people or certain things are out of the way or they've been dismissed? Whether by you or the universe. It likely actually wasn't you. <laughs> it was the presence or the environment in which you you allowed yourself to exist. Many times, people dictate the environment and how much space we give ourselves to grow. Like we dictate our growth, legit. It's all in our hands. Subconsciously, so uh, we get used to that environment, even if it's unsupportive. It's the devil you know kind of vibe. It's like, think about this. Because you know I love animals. <laughs> it's like a goldfish. Like most people think they're naturally small, right? And they are, but they're also not. Like goldfish will actually grow as big as their environment allows them to. So when that goldfish gets flushed, flushed down the toilet, it's not actually dead. It's just going to a bigger pond. So you randomly see these pictures of quote unquote giant goldfish being found. They're not giants. They've grown as big as their environment has allowed them to. We're all goldfish. We just have to find our proper body of water, our proper environment. Small today, grand tomorrow all because of the environment in which you in which you choose to exist thank you for listening y'all stay blessed